When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alright, what's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Today I've got a story time of arguably the most entitled Karen I've ever heard about. So uh, I figured you guys would enjoy it, so without further ado, let's get into it. Alright, so basically this story was sent to me by a subscriber, and I guess his neighborhood is a little bit like a normal suburb, you know, where your neighbors are relatively close together, and like, there's really no way to ignore one another if somebody's annoying. You know, if somebody's just like up in your business constantly bugging you, you, you don't live far away enough from them to be like, hey, mind your business, because them just kind of walking around the neighborhood makes stuff their business, you know? And obviously, there's not really many situations where you're ever trying to annoy your neighbor, and this subscriber was not trying to annoy anyone. But one day, you know, he was hanging out doing his thing, playing PlayStation, and his dad came into his room, and he's like, look, you need to clean the garage. And his dad doesn't necessarily ask for a whole bunch. He gets to spend most of his time goofing off, so he figured that, like, he should just clean the garage and not make a fuss about it, which, you know, is, is fair enough. Hey, you get to play video games, you gotta clean out the garage once a year. I feel like that's a pretty fair trade-off. So we went out into the garage, and obviously, just to make it, like, a little bit more entertaining, he decided to turn on some music. And they didn't have a Bluetooth speaker out there, so he just ended up turning on this, like, old radio that his dad had out there. And obviously, the radio kinda sucks, because, like, every song, there's 47 commercials, but it's better than nothing, so he just kinda had tuned it into a local radio station. And, you know, he was kinda laughing at the fact that like most songs today if you play them on the radio because they have to censor everything like half the songs not there and he was thinking about how lame it is listening to the radio and how he wished he had a bluetooth speaker so he could just hear, hear the real version of the song right and so regardless he kind of just starts cleaning out the garage listening to this radio that he has set up right there and uh, he starts to hear what sounds like something coughing up a lung from behind him and he hadn't really expected anyone to be there he had opened the garage because the weather was nice and he didn't want to sweat too much and he turned and he sees this lady at the bottom of the driveway and he realizes that the noise he's hearing is coming from her. She's just kind of standing there loudly clearing her throat over and over again, which I have to say is one of the most rude ways to get someone's attention. I mean, I would honestly rather have somebody like snap at me than like start clearing their throat to get my attention because, uh, you know, obviously they're both insanely rude, but like there's something about... <coughs> <laughs> is just like, dude, address me like a person, my goodness. Regardless, the guy decides to ask the Karen who's just standing at the bottom of the driveway doing it over and over again if something's in her throat. And she kind of snaps at him, no, nothing's in my throat, but since you are asking, can I ask why you think it's appropriate for you to play profane music so loudly from your garage? And just the way she had said it, he could tell that it was like trying to be super confrontational, you know? It wasn't like asking a question, hey, can you please turn it down a little bit. It wasn't very loud, but like, she didn't have to come at him and be like, why are you playing profane music loudly? And on top of that, the subscriber is really confused because he had walked to the end of the driveway to talk to her and he couldn't hear the music very much anymore. Like, he could very faintly. And on top of it, as he had already, like, mentioned, it's the radio. So there's really no way for it to be that profane. Like, I guess the, the song material itself. But they're gonna be censoring every swear word, you know, anything that they deem too inappropriate 
Republic airwaves get censored, so there's really no way that anything that's playing can be like that insanely offensive. So he tells her, oh yeah, I'm sorry, you know, I can turn it down for you if you want, but it's just the radio, so it can't be anything that bad. And, you know, in my opinion, that's a pretty fair explanation. He's like, look, I'll turn it down a little bit, it's just the radio, so it's not that bad. Hits all the complaints and says, I'm sorry. But you would have thought, based on her reaction, that he had just decided to listen to that complaint and then rattle off every single swear word in the dictionary, like, just based on how she ended up reacting instead. Well, I don't think that I'm sorry cuts it, mister. Even if the radio censors swearing, I shouldn't have to hear a peep from your garage while I'm on my walk. I do not want to listen to your radio when I'm on my walk. I want to listen to the sounds of nature in the neighborhood. So listen to me, young man. Get over there to that radio and you turn it off. And he's just kind of standing there staring because he's like, what what is going on? So she repeats herself, turn it off. And at this point, the subscriber is just super confused because like he just really can't understand why she's so mad. He had literally opened this by trying to apologize and say, hey, I'll turn it down, but it's not that bad. And so the fact that she's now screaming at him, being insulting, being like, you need to turn it off and demanding he go do it. He decides that he's not going to do that and he's just going to stand up for himself a little bit, which I don't know is always the best decision, the most entertaining for a story, sure, but you know, sometimes if people are a little crazy, you should just uh, walk away. Well, and he says, you know, you are more than welcome if my music is so loud and distracting to call the police or file an HOA complaint, you know. I've offered you to turn it down. I'm not doing anything wrong, so I'm sorry. I was going to turn it down, but now I'm no longer going to, so you can listen to the radio for all I care. Which, you know, little petty, but that being said, if some lady's screaming at you after you already offered to turn it off, it's like, all right, I don't know, do you kind of earn the right to be a little bit petty at that point? And she just starts yelling at him. If you do not turn off that radio in the next 10 seconds, then I'm gonna go over there and turn it off myself. And the kids started to laugh because he was like, well, that's insane. It sounds like you're threatening, you know, a little kid in like first grade. I'm gonna count to 10 or whatever. But then the Karen literally starts counting down backwards from 10, which I don't think has ever worked to get anyone to do anything outside of like, yeah, kindergarten or first grade, you know? 10, 9, like, is he supposed to just run over to the radio? Maybe when I was 8 and my dad started counting down from 3, I was horrified and it would work. But I just don't think a random person I don't know, just like demanding I turn down my music and then counting, is gonna do anything to anyone. Like, you know, call me crazy. I feel like if somebody was like, dude, anytime someone starts counting down, I just have to do anything they say. I'd be like, that's not normal, bro. Go rob a bank. 10, 9, he's like halfway there, you know? Regardless, she's doing her countdown and this guy couldn't care any less, but he decides to mess with her a little bit. And so as she's counting down, she gets to three, you know, three, two, and as she gets to two, he just starts sprinting over to the radio. And he assumed that she would think that, like, he's going over there to turn it off, you know? And he gets over there and he looks at her and he goes, I'm so sorry, and he turned it up a little bit. Not enough to, like, be insane, you know, and blow out anyone's eardrums or anything, but he turned it up just enough for it to be noticeable. Not enough to disrupt the neighborhood even, but just enough. Because he wasn't trying to disrupt the neighborhood, you know? He had just wanted to annoy the situation, and it kind of worked. The Karen took it as a challenge, and she starts kind of walking up the driveway, like, into his garage. And at that point, he tells her, he's like, whoa, 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 you can't come in my garage, this is my property. You know, please don't come in here, you can stay on the street, we can argue, like, don't come in here, you're making me feel weird, you know? And obviously, he was still being a little bit petty, but at the same time, you don't want strangers just, like, walking into your garage, especially when they're mad at you, you never know. And the Karen starts to, like, go off about how she can go anywhere she wants. She has the right to turn off whatever is disrupting her peace, and she didn't care if it was 
it his property or not. So she starts like walking into the garage angrily. And at that point, you know, the subscriber's like, all right, I'm gonna go get my dad because this is out of control. So he goes inside and as he's going inside, he sees the Karen kind of walking over to the radio and he figures that she's gonna turn it off. And by the time he gets back out there, she's gonna have ran away, right? Because it'd be really weird if she was still there when he got back. So he goes and gets his dad and they come outside and the music is now insanely louder. I guess like, you know, the Karen had started trying to turn off the radio and only had somehow managed to turn it up, which is hilarious to me, dude. If you're gonna storm the garage and try to turn off the radio, I feel like the requirement is you have to turn it off. You can't just like sit there and be fumbling with it and accidentally make it louder. At that point, you kind of are the reason for the noise complaint, right? Like if you're gonna storm into someone's property, you should never do that, but at least turn off the radio quickly. She could have had this whole Catwoman Karen thing going on, just like this half mythical creature roaming the neighborhood, turning off whatever sound was coming from the garage, you know? I went inside for a second. I came back out to my JBL speaker destroyed. I'm telling you, something's out there, Dan, turning down the volume on my radio. Every time I go into the garage, it's eerily quiet. I hate it. You know, you could have had that going on. I feel like turning off a radio isn't that difficult. You could have had some, some mythical Bigfoot thing going on. Anyways, though, this guy's dad gets out into the garage, and obviously his first question is, like, who are you and what are you doing? Which is a normal reaction to a stranger, like, holding your electronics in your garage that you've never seen. You know, who are you, if anything, is a nice reaction. I feel like most people would be like, get out of my property or I'm calling the cops, maybe freaking out, you know, a little little angry. The fact that he's even opening up with, like, who are you and what are you doing is already nice, right? But the Karen turns and just the anger in her voice, I'm your neighbor and your son has been insanely disrespectful playing music on the radio so loudly and on top of that the music he's playing is vulgar and disgusting and I will not stand for it in my neighborhood. This is my peace and quiet and I refuse to let it be, you know, destroyed by some music. And she's going off on this rant about how apparently this dude's music from the radio is just the most peace destroying thing of all time. It's not very loud. And the dad says what everybody else is thinking at this point and is like, you know, no offense, but if he's playing on the radio, it can only be so bad because they censor a lot of stuff. And even then, you know, even if my son was out here just blasting swear words on the speaker, it's not really anything that gives you the right to storm into my property and start touching my stuff. Sure, is it rude and disrespectful if my kid's doing that? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that you can just like storm in and start destroying my speaker because you don't like what it's playing, you know, which is fair. Anyways, the Karen is there processing that for a bit, you know, the gears are turning. She's trying to think of a way to justify coming into the garage and attacking the radio for no reason because the dad's explanation is pretty solid. You know, even if it was the most annoying music of all time, it doesn't give you the right to just walk in here and start attacking someone's property. Yeah, we can agree that some people's music taste is absolute garbage. I think that's just something everyone could agree on. It doesn't mean you get to like walk up to their car and turn down the volume on it, you know. But for some reason, she decides to go with probably the most lame excuse she could possibly think of which is, you know, well, I don't like to hear it, and I shouldn't have to hear it when I walk by your house. I think it's absurd that I have to hear anything when I walk by your house. Which, listen, man, then, like, I, I don't know, keep walking if you don't like what you're hearing? And everybody kind of has a moment where they stopped and, like, had to process how dumb it was because, like, I, I don't know, that really is the easiest solution to this at all. If I was walking around the neighborhood and someone was playing really, really loud music, right? I have this ability to keep walking. You don't have to let it turn into some giant argument where then you're like storming into someone's property and threatening to destroy their electronics and stuff. No, you could just keep walking. Like, sure, it's annoying. No one's going to argue with that. But that being said, it's not like this music's insanely loud.
loud. And on top of it, if you're the person in their garage shaking their electronics, you are now crazier than the person playing the loud music. And the dad's not really vibing with that, and he asked directly, like, why didn't you keep walking if you hated the music so much? Which is a relatively fair question to ask. You know, he's still not really, like, losing it for somebody that's having a stranger in his garage holding his stuff, being like, your son's an idiot and disrespectful. Just asking the questions that matter. You know, if you really hate it so much and you could just avoid it, then why not just avoid it? I feel like that's way easier than having to turn this into some giant battle. And the lady's response is, well, why should I have to keep walking, you know? And the answer is, uh, because it's not your house or your radio and you don't live near here. And the dad asks her, he's like, look, where even is your house? Is it close? Because I know everybody that lives directly around us, and I don't think you're in any of those houses. And she gets really quiet, and she's like, I live near enough to for it to be able to be my problem, which is convenient. And he's like, all right, well, where do you live? Like, how close are you? And she goes, well, okay, fine, I live a street over, but I walk this street every day. And listen, man, if you don't even live close to the house that you're standing in the garage of, screaming at them to turn down the music, you know, I'm really unsure of how it's any of your business. Like, you've literally literally could have kept walking. You didn't have to charge the garage and try to turn off the radio, you know, just go back home a street away. And uh, yeah, now it's magically not a problem. You can't hear it anymore. I feel like that would have been the easiest solution. The fact that you don't even live near here makes this entire interaction like a million percent stupider. And so, you know, the Karen starts to stammer a bit because the dad starts to hit her with questions that she answers, which, you know, if you're trying to look good, I don't know why you would answer this way. He's like, well, can you hear it from your house a street away? And she's like, no. And he goes, can you even hear it from two houses away? And she says, no. And then he kind of looks at her and he's like, all right, so I'm not really understanding why this is a problem. You know, if, if you can't even hear it from your house, then like, why are you so mad that you're running into the garage and grabbing stuff? If it's not audible from your house, then it's not your problem. Not saying I would ever be on Team Karen, you know, but if he really was blasting music so loud that she could hear it clearly in her house a street away, I can understand her being pissed because that's just like inconsiderate and you know, there's just no reason to be playing music that loudly in a neighborhood. Seriously, dude, like, what, you're just gonna wake everybody up and force them to listen to your music? But that's really not what was happening here. You know, but even if in the case of them playing music insanely loud, you still can't run into their house and break the speaker, you can just get mad about it. If you can't even hear it from two houses away, though, there's nothing that you should be upset about, you know? And as she's stammering, the dad is like, alright, so if you can't hear it from two houses away, then I want you to put down my radio and get out of my garage you know, and the Karen sets it down and like hasn't said anything and just starts to walk out of the garage and she's walking down the driveway and they can tell that she's like getting mad. She has her fist balled up and she gets to the road again and it's almost like when she gets to the road, she gets like a second wind of courage, you know? Reinforcements of crazy had arrived and nothing was going to stop her because now that she's at the bottom of the driveway, she turns around and starts screaming at them again. Look at how inconsiderate you were of your neighbors. You have no respect for the people and tranquility of this neighborhood and it's insane. You know, the irony of the fact that she's now screaming all of this way louder than the music would have ever been, you know, is is not hitting her. I'm just saying, if you go to the end of the driveway and start screaming and the music wasn't audible from the end of the driveway, now there's just a lot more noise and the entire neighborhood's gonna be annoyed. At least before it was contained only you being annoyed, you know what I mean? 
She stops yelling for a second, you know, almost deciding at that point that her yelling was louder than the music, but she just decided to keep going because, you know, that's just what she did. So she starts going, I'm yelling because of how inconsiderate you are to the peace and quiet. I understand that yelling might go against that as well, but I wouldn't have to yell if you would just turn off your radio. And obviously it's just like, all right, now we're not going to turn off the radio. They probably would have before, but now you can't. So the dad just looks at her and goes, all right, you have fun with that, then I guess you can stand here and listen to the music, and he hit the garage button. And so the garage starts closing, and she's at the end of the driveway, and she's not, like, rushing the door or anything. She's not gonna try to do a secret agent, like, you know when they slide underneath the door that's closing? That's not gonna happen. It's not special ops, Karen, you know, but, uh, the door closes, and the dad turns to the son, and he's like, look, go ahead and play your music. Don't worry about it. And so he just kinda goes back to cleaning the garage, and he assumes at that point that it's over, so he turns back on the music at a lower volume. He really was not trying to make anyone upset, you know, and he just goes back to organizing the garage. And what seemed like a retreat by the Karen had actually been a false retreat for her to gather backup, you know. As you know, Karens often travel in packs. They uh, tend to do this thing called overwhelm and destroy. You get two Karens yelling at you, it's too overwhelming. Because about ten minutes later, there's some banging on the garage door, and it sounds pretty loud, so he goes to get his dad just because he was scared, and he figures it's somebody coming back to argue with them about it. So he gets his dad, and when they come back to the garage, the banging is now even louder on the garage door. And so his dad hits open, and as the garage door is coming up, they see four sets of legs, so they can be like, alright, there's two people here, you know, there, there's at least more people than there was before. And as the garage door is coming up, it becomes more and more clear who's standing there, and it's Karen again, and what they think is her husband, and they both start yelling in tandem, almost like they had practiced this a bunch, you know, like, alright, let's yell the exact same thing in unison so it just scares everybody. Two Scarens or two Scarens and Karens, same thing, screaming in unison is quite impressive and they just both are yelling about how, you know, what they did was so disrespectful and they can't believe the music. Keep in mind, it's even quieter now. Like, they had really gone back, gotten so mad that they decided to come confront them by banging on the garage door. And now their new thing is that they're demanding that Karen gets an apology for embarrassing her when they found her in the garage, which out of everything you can ask for an apology for in this situation is probably the dumbest. You probably get an apology for the music, you know, but like, how are you going to demand an apology for someone getting upset when they walked into their garage and saw a stranger touching their stuff? I think everybody in that situation would yell a little bit. If anything, I feel like someone walking out and seeing a stranger in their property and yelling is a pretty calm reaction. The dad at that point, though, realizes this is getting a little bit out of control and he wants to rein it back in, so he looks at the Karen and, you know, guy Karen, and he's like, look, okay, this has gotten out of control. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna stop playing the music, alright? We will stop playing the music, but I'm not going to apologize for telling someone not to touch my stuff when I don't know them. You know, I came outside, there was a stranger on my property, I didn't know what was going on, I'm not gonna apologize for that, but I'll turn it off. And the Karen seems to be on board with that. You know, she's like, alright, that's probably the biggest win we're gonna get, we'll leave it there, fine. She had just wanted the music off, I think she realized that, like, they weren't going to apologize because they hadn't really done anything wrong. Getting the music off is a W, so they should just take it and leave because, you know, if you keep the argument going, you are more in the wrong than them, so you just take the small victory and walk. But at that point, her husband decides to go full nuclear Karen, dude. He just starts yelling, that is not enough, you need to apologize, you need to get on your knees and grovel for me to forgive you, and if you don't, there's gonna be consequences. And even Karen is like, alright, you guys don't have to do that, it's okay. And she starts trying to pull him away, and he's 
like, no, they need to grovel. I mean, literally get down on your hands and knees and beg for me to forgive you. And at that point, you know, the, the subscriber's dad is like, all right, dude, listen, we will turn the music off. But if you keep screaming like that and getting aggressive, I, I will call the cops. You are on my property. I'm not going to apologize, and I'm certainly not going to, like, get on my hands and knees and beg for forgiveness because you weren't here, you know, we'll turn off the music. But you're out of your mind if you think that I'm going to, like, get on my hands and knees and beg for you to forgive me. I don't even know who you are. Like, go a street away. Go do your thing. And I want to give Karen some credit. You know, she had been insane a little bit earlier. Maybe she was a little mad when she stormed the garage or whatever. But she was doing her best to defuse it now. She's like, all right, it's fine. Let's just stop. You know, they're going to stop playing the music. We're good. It's over. It's okay. But the husband is like, no. And in fact, you want to threaten to call the cops if I if I come into your garage and do something about it? Go ahead. By the time they get here, like, I'll have been beating you up already. And at that point, his dad's like, all right, that's enough. I'm going to call. And he just starts closing the garage door. And Karen's holding the dad back from like, or not the dad, the husband from rushing the garage door. And the garage door closes and he calls his brother, you know, I I guess he didn't want to like call the actual police and he just pretends that he's on the phone with them. And whatever, you know, I I don't know why he didn't want to call at this point. They 100% should have. I feel like this was the mistake. This dude's standing in your driveway screaming he's going to beat you before you get to call the cops. That's kind of a reason to. But whatever, he's just kind of pretending he's on the phone and it does scare them off. They literally hear them out there being like, go, 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 they're calling, and, like, they were wearing flip-flops. Worst thing to challenge someone to combat in, flip-flops, you know, but whatever. They literally hear their flip-flops, like, going down the road away from the house, so they had worked, they had ran off, and at that point, he's already on the phone with, like, his brother, so, you know, he he figures they're gone, and he fills in his brother on what had happened, and they all start laughing just at the sheer absurdity at everything that had gone down, you know? Almost like it being over, everybody just has a a little bit of a, a breath of relief about, like, well, that was nuts and can't get any weirder. I just can't believe dude Karen was literally like willing to throw hands over this dude. If there's ever anything that I feel like it's absurd to actually fight about, it's the volume of music, you know? Oh, what did you get your assault and battery charge for? Well, this dude was playing music, so I fought him. And they're like, uh, okay, well, was the music loud? Not necessarily, he just refused to turn it down when I asked, so, you know, I had to beat him up. And they're like, uh, okay, bro. You know, I'm not one of these people that says that fighting is always stupid. I just feel like you should have a really good reason to fight. If you're gonna fight somebody over the fact that they didn't want to get on their knees and beg for forgiveness because they didn't want to turn down their music, you can't be surprised that people think that's a little aggressive, you know? I I just feel like fighting over that stuff is just, uh, not worth it. Especially when you're, like, grown men. No one wins in that situation, bro. You're 47. You get tired and, like, sore after a workout for six months months. What do you think a fight's gonna do to you? No one is gonna, like, get on their knees and beg for forgiveness from an out-of-shape middle-aged man who is turning the shade of a tomato from screaming. Like, I'll take my chances in combat if I have to. Nobody wants to get into combat, you know, I'm just saying. You gotta be a little bit self-aware that, like, you're just kind of both old men and neither one of you is a UFC fighter and both of you are probably going to lose. And so the dad's like, alright, whatever. They go into the house because he left and uh, they thought it was over at 
at that point. They figured they wouldn't come back because, you know, they thought they had called the cops. They were obviously in the wrong for being in the garage. So they're like, they're going to have to leave us alone because it would be nuts if they came back, you know. Well, they thought wrong because after 10 minutes, about after this huge freak out where they had ran away flip-flops going down the street, there's this knock on the door. And obviously, you know, they're a little bit apprehensive to open it. But the dad goes ahead and opens it a little bit. And it's Karen and her husband. And the dad immediately is like, get out of here. I don't want any trouble, you know. And they start being like, no, no, we're not here for trouble. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And the dad has the door closed, but they can hear him yelling, I'm sorry, through the door. And they both have this moment where they look at each other. And like, for some reason, they decide to take a chance and open it. I feel like that was the wrong move, bro. I feel like keeping the door closed is definitely the elite move when it's the people that were just saying that like, they're going to fight you, you know, just keep it closed. It's all right. You don't have to open it. The dad opens the door a bit though, just to see what's going on. And like Karen and her husband are both standing there with a can of Coke. And they're like, we want to give this to you as a peace offering. And the dad is just kind of sitting there a little bit confused because like, uh, okay, you know, it's a can of soda. Thank you, I guess. And he takes it from them because they were kind of like, you need to take this. It's our peace offering. And I'll be honest, I had literally never heard of this before. You know, maybe I'm stupid and, and this is a normal thing, but like, I didn't realize that when you fight with your neighbor, you're supposed to bring a can of soda over there and call it a peace offering. You know, especially after you've threatened to fight them, I feel like a, a can of Coke doesn't really mend that. But obviously, he just kind of takes it from them and he's like, thank you, peace, I guess. And they're like, no, thank you. You know, no, thank you. And they leave. And the dad closes the door and is like super confused about that entire interaction because it's not every day that like, just what? I don't know why they decided to come back with a can of Coke as an apology. You know, maybe they were on Coke. It would explain the behavior a little bit. But either way, the dad closes the door way more confused than before he had opened it. And the situation was already bizarre, you know, just to have some dude being like, I need you to beg for my forgiveness. And then 10 minutes later, he's like, listen, I'm really sorry about that. Will you take this soda as a peace offering? Like, dude, what in the Sims player is going on here? Like, it's just, huh? This has to be some aliens, like, pretending to be humans for their uh, evaluation of humanity. But ever since, things have been even weirder. Like, that's what this person has said. They've been insanely over-friendly to them, to the point where it's weird. Like, listen, you know, I guess thank you for the can of Coke as a peace offering, but at the end of the day, if you don't like someone, it's okay to just ignore them. You know, you don't have to go the opposite way and be, like, so insanely over-friendly because it's kind of weird. And that's just how friendly they're being. Like, literally every time this kid or his dad is outside and Karen is nearby, like, if she's down the street, she will literally drop everything and sprint over there and be like, can I help you with anything, my best friends? My best friends, can I help you with anything? And they're always like, no, it's okay. Because obviously they just don't really want to interact that much, you know? The times that they did interact were bad enough. It's not like they were itching for more. Remember when they were threatening us and running into our garage? That was awesome. Let's be best friends. Like, you did threaten to break their radio and your husband did say he was going to beat this dude unless he got on his hands and knees and begged for forgiveness. You know, I think they might not want to be best friends. It's okay to leave them alone for a little bit after all that went down. If anything, I would just be embarrassed, dude. I'd be like, I can never talk to these people again. After after that, like, I feel like you just, you might have to move countries, actually. Change your name, perhaps. No, they were just like, meh, whatever. I'm just gonna go up and be like, hey, bestie, what's up, bestie? How you doing, bestie? Regardless, I think that Karen is uh, going out of her way to be overly nice. It, it's weird, sure, but it is better than her, like, going the other way and going nuts and becoming hellbent on, like, destroying your life. So, at least if she's consistently bringing you cans of Coke, that's a W. Hey, best friend, would you like another soda? 
soda, you're just like, of course, of course I would. It's free. Why not? In fact, if anything, you got to use this to your advantage, right? Every time she offers you a free soda, you just take it and sell it, you know, get some easy profit, dude. You're going to love the situation as you make a, a 37 cents a day from reselling the Coke products. There you go, baby. There you, there you have it. There's your entrepreneurial spirit advice. All jokes aside, though, I just figured you guys would like this video because uh, it's right up the alley of the channel, you know? If you did, it's been my longest video in a while, so if you guys could just press the like button and comment poop down below, I would really appreciate it. It just helps the video hit recommended, you know, and uh, more views is always nice, I can't lie. Seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe, turn on notifications if you enjoyed this. I post videos like this pretty often, so you don't want to miss out on them. If you really want to help me out, I'll put a link down below to the intro song, a link down below to my podcast, or you could use code SCRUBBY at the G Fuel checkout. It's a great way to get a discount on G Fuel. You can also check out the uh, story times on Spotify. That link's in the top of the description. Check it out. And the merch is pretty fantastic. Be sure to go get yourself some. I would very much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, on that note, guys, that'll do it for the video. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot, and hopefully I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.